0: Okay, now, it's always a great time to have a great discussion with great people about great topics. And one of the topics that I uh, cannot depart from is uh, the stair steps to wealth. And, you know, I like to I, I talk about this because this is uh, these stair steps aren't uh, steps that you climb and then you finish. Um, you'll always be climbing the stair steps, even if it's just a matter of ensuring that uh, what you amass and what you build, um, that you protect and that you keep. And uh, there's so much going on right now, uh, and I certainly could not uh, think of anybody better to have this discussion with me um, than my sister, friend, business partner, our icon and legend, MC Light. Welcome to the round table, Ms. MC Light.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be with you,
0: Liz. Yes, yes, yes. And I uh, passed the test because, you know, sometimes people see the MC in front of the light and they want to say Mick Light. And we're like, no, that's not it. <laughs> it is literally <laughs> MC, two separate words. What made you decide to choose the name Like, I don't think we've ever talked about that. And then, of course, we've, we've got some other topics that we got to get to. But what made you choose that name?
1: Oh, goodness. For yourself. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, prior to that, it was sparkle. So I was trying to get to the light somehow.
0: Okay. You were sparkle. But, all right. I
1: you know, was sparkle. And I, would, I, I was in a group called Pure Elegance. And the girl that I rhymed with, her name was Dazzle. And so we were sparkle and dazzle of pure elegance. Please believe it. Lord Jesus. Help us all. Yep, I was uh, I was looking in a dictionary of thoughts, and everything. When I came upon the word light, everything looked so positive. All the philosophers in the book were giving their rendition and definitions of what light meant to them, what it meant to the world, uh, what it meant for darkness. That darkness could not exist wherever light was and the light was the truth, and the light shall lead you through the darkness and help you find your way. And, and so I just took it and I changed the spelling.
0: Mm, wow, so creative of you at such a young age. So I, we, I, I don't think a lot of people know, like the whole story that of course, you know, Light is a Rock, that whole album came out. I think you were 16 or 17, but you actually started writing those rhymes when you were like 12? When did you name yourself Light?
1: I named myself Light, I think, at about 14.
0: Okay, got it.
1: Yeah, about about 14 years old, because that's when I started working at Chi Chi's Mexican Restaurant. And we um, I had met uh, a woman named Jill Reed, who was about maybe four years older than I was. And she was going to Latin Quarters, to the hip-hop club in Manhattan. And she asked that I want to go with her and her friends, and I, you know, I was the young one out of the bunch. But those were the days where you could actually get into a club, but you couldn't drink. You know, if you wanted to drink and you were of age, you would. They would give you this thing to wrap around your wrist, a, a, a wristband, and then you could go to the bar and order. So that pretty much left it open for people of younger ages to go to that particular hip hop club. And so she would take me to Latin Quarters and that is where I really fell in love with the hip hop scene. And so I created my name and and that was my name on the scene, Light.
0: Wow, 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 wow. Well, we are so grateful. Uh, it is so befitting and so appropriate. And um, we are, I guess we'll, we're never out of award show season because you are uh, voicing everything all year, all the time. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: um, You know, God is good. And um, I'm just happy to do what I love. Yeah. One of the things I love to do, The, the last one we just completed was uh was for the Grammys and it was a it was a great show celebratory for all of those in music musicians and all of the people that work behind the scenes to make those musicians uh successful. Yes. And so it was great to be there and feel the energy there in Las Vegas. Uh it was it was a great occasion.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So um, I know you've got some, some hot topics for us. Uh, We've got a couple of things going on. It's a little bit of a Freestyle Friday, but we're also talking about the stair steps to we- wealth. Um, and I always have to come back to this because um, I think you know, people are trying to figure out what to do. Like, what should I be working on when it comes to uh, my money? And the very first thing I'm going to go right back to it is to spend less Money, spend less money. It is uh, like a hundred degrees today in Los Angeles. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah,
1: can I do a a cap? It it is, it is very hot and getting hotter. We are officially, I hope, in our summer. Uh, But today's show, we're gonna talk about uh, the White House uh, to prolong um, student loans uh, through August, they're holding back. We're we're very thankful for that. So we'll get into that because we have a lot of kids going to school. Matter of fact, Taylor Richardson, your middle child, is about to graduate from Howard University.
0: Come on now, woo! <laughs> come on now, come on
1: now with it. Yes. And then of course we have a, a story: former Yale University med school employee pleads guilty. To defrauding the school of guess what, Lynn, forty million dollars to do what? To live a luxurious life. She about to go to jail.
0: And and this is what I'm talking about: spending less money because mm-hmm. only the the desire to spend more money and to prove to others that you have more money to spend that that was driven by greed, um, uh, gluttony, uh, a whole Ooh. bunch of things, but. I certainly want to to hear more about it. Talking about the student loans, you know, there's a bit of a controversy because people think that it's not a good idea to prolong the student loans. But I certainly uh, have my opinion about that because there are different strategies. You know what? The harvest is here and the time is now. And it's always our season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.
2: More of the Millionaires Roundtable Lynn Richardson, when we come forward at KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. Yep. The harvest is here and the time is now. It is our season to win uh, we're talking about the stair steps to wealth. Uh, we're talking about spending less money. Why? Because let me tell you, being focused on material things can not only get you in financial A trouble, lot of trouble, yeah, mm-hmm. but emotional trouble. And clearly, in this case, with this person, now, how did they defraud the school out of forty million dollars? And how long did they take? And until what happened?
1: OK, so let's back it up. We have a, a former Yale University Med School employee uh, who just pled guilty to, to defrauding the school to the tune of 40 million dollars to live, live a luxurious life. Now, let me tell you, she's got designer goods, whole lot of Louis. She's got multiple homes. She's got trips that she takes abroad. She's got uh, luxury vehicles. I mean, everyone that you could actually imagine expensive cars real estate and travel um yeah she she's in a bit of uh a a bind right now well let's just say she she's going to do her time now um the med school's department she worked for the emergency medicine uh department and took money during an eight-year period um where she knew that she needed to get approval to spend money for $10,000, Ten thousand, but anything less than ten thousand, she had the freedom to just write checks for. So nine thousand nine
0: hundred and so, ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Because I, I, I bet she probably wasn't discreet. She was probably writing it up to, <laughs> unfortunately, girl. the max and staying somewhere at least. Well, she couldn't say do the same thing all the time because that would have been a red flag too. So she had the ability to approve anything less than $10,000 and decided to write checks to... Who was she writing these checks to?
1: Girl, let me just say this. She's been stealing money from Yale since 2013. (laughs) Wow. They are really not keeping their books in order over there. Ordering or having others make millions in electronic devices using Yale Med School monies. The commodities were subsequently delivered to an out-of-state company in cars, real estate, and money. And, um, wow, I'm just in awe that a school of that caliber could even allow something like this to happen. Yeah. Um, She explained in the emails when she was taking the money that the purchases were for Yale medical school needs and that she had broken them up into smaller chunks to keep the total under 10K. The out of state companies that resold the items to clients reimbursed her by depositing the monies into an account for Petrone's company, Mazeev Entertainment LLC. So she supposedly she had an entertainment company. Girl, so Let's just say the former Yale administrator admitted to one count of wire fraud, which carries a possible sentence of 20 years, and one count of filing a false tax return, which carries a maximum of three years. Um, She's sentenced, uh, she's scheduled to be sentenced in June. Girl. Wow. So she, but all of the stuff that she has to give up, boy, because when when it comes time, they come for the piper. She has to forfeit over half a million dollars in cash from the entertainment company bank account. She has to give back the 2014 Mercedes Benz, the 2017 Land Rover Range Rover, the 2015 Cadillac Escalade, the 2020 Mercedes Benz, and the 2020. 16 Cadillac Escalade and a 2018 Dodge. What Charger girl? She was getting it in and she's forced to sell the three properties that she owns or shares ownership of.
0: I'm stuck on this.
1: All of that, I'm
0: stuck on uh, the cars. I'm like, okay, she's gonna stop. Okay, she's gonna stop. Okay, she's gonna stop. Who's driving that many cars?
1: girl see and and, you know not for nothing she is
0: Jesus help us all spend um, less money everybody come on now your your value your worth is not tied up in the stuff that you have your value is not tied up like you know I bought a new house last year as you know like and um, I was blessed because the house was fully furnished for the most part and all I had to do was go get little odds and ends. Do you know every month when it, when it's time for me to pay my bills, I don't even spend any money on anything other than the basics. So I pay my mortgage, my utilities. I buy food to eat outside of that. Like I'm not shopping for anything else. I'm not looking right. for anything else. I'm not looking to add anything more to what's already been Uh, that I've already been already been blessed with. And Mm -hmm. what I'm looking to do is I'm looking for ways to make any money that I do have to make it grow, not Mm -hmm. spend it on more stuff to look at. I just, man, I wish we would just get it because. Jamie Patron
1: mm -hmm. Hardrington, 42 scam the university of more than $40 million by reselling gadgets purchased with university's money. Wow. And you know what, there's a picture of her her here. And you know, to some, she would look like a safe employee. She would look like she knows what she's doing. And I'm sure she talked a good game. And um, unfortunately, they got hoodwinked, Yale. Wow. They'll never, they'll never see that money back.
0: No. Okay, so I'm just glad this is the week of the black woman. We are so uh thankful and grateful for the confirmation of Justice Jackson. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy that this person who did this is not a sister. I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. I'm happy today. I, I didn't I, I didn't want it to be us.
1: I'm, you know what? I'm just sad as anybody, really. is I
0: crazy. am too, but I'm glad it's not us yeah. today. I, how about I am. that? Can mm-hmm. we
1: celebrate our new... Um, give the title, please, of uh, Katangi.
0: She back. is a justice. She is a Supreme Court justice. And... Supreme, a Court, Supreme Court, justice. Court justice. So Biden is kind of, you know, getting some brownie points this week because of that. And then also... Yeah. Student loan payments have been deferred for another, uh, I think, until the end of August, which gives those who are having difficulty, uh, you know, getting their money where they want it to be, it's giving them some time. And so you've got one group of folks who are saying, no, you should pay your student loans and pay them off right away. There are others, and this is the category that I fall in. I'm like, wait, let me get my money up in some other areas. And then when I am financially stable, then I can uh, just pay the loan off in one big lump sum if I want to. I don't, yeah. there are too many people struggling every single day trying to pay student loans when honestly, if you can, if they can be deferred, defer it, get that off your mind, go grind, build a business, build five businesses. Um, you know, it stir steps to wealth. You got to spend less money. You got to get more money. So go out there and get some more money. And so, um, I'm just excited about um, this season, this time. Um, I feel, uh, you know, really excited about all the things that are coming up. We've got the Prosper Tour uh, that is on the way. And guess what, the harvest is here, the time is now. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, the Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what, did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm gonna teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. Okay, so we're talking about the stair steps to wealth, and um, this is the checklist that I want you to um, uh, utilize as you are trying to put in all of the pieces of your financial, uh, dream. Okay. So, uh, I have a class called the financial vision of perfection and, uh, it is accompanied by it's daily coaching. It's online and it is accompanied by a, um, session that we do every single Sunday. And, um, we are able to not only put together the vision of perfection that we see for our finances, but we're also able to, apply the spiritual elements and um fix and adjust and heal and do all of those wonderful things. But I said all of that to say in the financial vision of perfection, it is up to each and every one of us to make sure that in this portion get more money that we are looking at the different types of income that we uh should um look for, okay? So, in the quadrant, the cash flow quadrant, um the income Areas are as follows. Number one, you've got employee income. This is, again, income that you earn in exchange for time. You go to a job, they pay you money and it's, you know, pretty much a wrap there. Um, The issue with that is if the company decides to replace you with a machine or a program, then you may not be able to earn income from that job indefinitely. If that job um, goes under, if they change priorities, if they decide to hire someone younger than you, um, smarter than you, with more experience than you, or whatever it is. So yes, we all want jobs. I am an advocate for that. I love employing people. More importantly, I love helping people grow. So when you work for me, You're gonna learn a whole lot of stuff you didn't know before you worked for me. You're gonna learn about excellence. You're gonna learn about systems. You're gonna learn about financial management. You're gonna learn critical thinking skills. You're gonna learn leadership skills. Um, And then you're gonna also um, be a master, uh, multitasker. In most cases, I'm gonna teach you one thing. You're gonna learn how to do that well. And then I'm gonna add more responsibilities. And I also love to reward the people who work for me. So, I love employees. Each and every one of us has probably been an employee at some time or the other, and who knows, I may decide to become somebody's employee someday. Um, But that's the first area of income. This next area of income is when you are self-employed. Everybody needs a home-based business. Again, if you do hair, if you do nails, if you're a consultant, if you teach, if you, whatever it is, that's great. But when you are self-employed, now you own a job. You own a job. The company doesn't run without you. The company doesn't run if you go on vacation. The company doesn't run if you do not show up. I remember early in my financial services career, um, I had won a trip because I was one of the top producers in the company. I won a trip to Puerto Rico, but the only problem with going to Puerto Rico was if I left The office, no work would get done. And so I remember literally crying, blood, sweat, and tears it felt like, doing everything in my power to take what was in my brain and put it into a system so that my employees could run it without me. You see, I had developed a very good reputation for getting people approved for mortgages. People would go to other mortgage professionals and they'd get denied. I had one lady who was denied five times. I had another person who was denied because of a foreclosure. I had another person, she's a good friend today and she tells this story. She was selling a home and the people who were buying her home had been denied a mortgage. So she decided to rent the home to them instead. Well, they found me and I got them approved for the mortgage in like a week. She wasn't even ready to move yet. So um, it was because of my critical thinking skills and I literally studied the underwriting guide. So I found a way to make my clients... Uh, financial file fit the rules, so if I help you follow the rules, you can get a mortgage. Well, how was I going to teach that? I literally had to go step by step by step by step and teach my junior loan officers exactly how i fit how I thought what do I think first? what do I think second? what do I think third now, at this point, I was able to leave my self employed situation and I was moving into this next area of income, it's the B, it's when you are a business owner. So when you're self-employed, you have a home-based business, you're the only one who can do the job. When you become a business owner, you own a system, you can franchise, you can teach other people, you can, the job can continue to flow without your involvement and income can still come in. So again, we're talking about ways to get more money, And these are the four kinds of income you want. You want employee income. If you have a job, that's a great idea because you get benefits. You get things that you probably otherwise would not get. Now, I am not anybody's employee, but I'm not against it totally, okay? Um, and for those who need to be an employee who need the structure, that's great. Some of us are entrepreneurs and we prefer to employ others, and that's fine too. But let me tell you something: if somebody wants to hire me, call me because I might just take the job, I might be okay with that. Okay, the next area is self-employed, that's when you own the job, okay. You you might be making a lot of money, but if you stop working, no money comes in. That's great, but you want to advance. To a business. So, in my advanced home based business boot camp, I teach people how to set up a self employed business that will eventually transform into a business owner situation where you now own a system, you employ other people, they do the work, and you get paid. This final area of income is investment income it is passive income, it is money that you make while you sleep. From the systems that you create, from the investments, from your 401k, from your real estate, and many other areas. So, the harvest is here. The time is now. We're talking about the stair steps to wealth. And guess what? You got this. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.
2: Lynn Richardson is making millionaires. One family, one day, one dollar, one dime at a time. You're listening to the Millionaires Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, so we're on the Millionaire's Roundtable, and we are talking about the stair steps to wealth, one, spend less money. Two, get more money. Three, get your money back. Four, make your money grow. Prepare for retirement. Uh, save for a rainy day and then some. That's this fourth area. Make your money grow. Okay, you cannot make your money grow in the mat- under your mattress. Your money will not grow uh, if you simply put it in a bank account. You're going to have to get strategic about this. And you're going to have to... Um, learn the process and and then get educated and continue to inspect what you expect, okay? So when the stock market crashed at the beginning of the pandemic, lots of people panicked. The stock market is gonna go up, it's gonna come down, it's gonna go back up. Lots of people took all their money, which meant out of the stock market, which meant it was a permanent loss. But for those who kept their money in, and more importantly, for those who actually followed the strategy to buy the dip, meaning when the stock price goes down, go buy more of it, they were able to make lots of money. I had an 82% return on my money from 2020 to 2021. No, from 2020, I had a 122% return. In 2021, I had an 82% return on my money. So it's important to make your money grow. Now, let me tell you what this means. One of the things that I want you to do is make sure that you start your 401k, as I said, um, or your mutual fund, start your own. If you are self-employed, you could potentially put up to $64,000 a year in your 401k, your own, your solo 401k or or your retirement account if you are self-employed, all right? The numbers differ if you are employed, but I'm talking right now about self-employed people. Now, why would I wanna put my money there? One, because it's gonna grow, Two, if I put it in my solo 401k as opposed to an IRA, then I can borrow against it if I need it. I can borrow against it in the case of an emergency. I can borrow against it if I wanna buy a home. I can borrow against this money and then pay myself back and keep earning interest, okay? So if you take that sixty four thousand dollars, $64,500 in 10 years, you put it under a mattress, it's only gonna be worth $645,000. But if you put it in the right investment, earning 10%, it's gonna earn 834,000, you'll have 834,000. If you, after 10 years, after 20 years, you'll have 2.2 2 million. And after 30 years, you'll have 4.4 4 million. If you put it under the mattress, in 10 years, you'll have 64,000. In 20 years, you'll have 1.2 million, as opposed to two uh, two 2.2 million. And in 30 years, you'll have $1.9 million, as opposed to $4.4 million. And that's just at 5%. That's very, very safe, modest, conservative investing. If you know how to choose the right investments that outperform the S&P 500, and let's say over time you're earning 10%, if you, have, if you put in $64,500 a year, in 10 years, you'll have $1 million, $1.1 million. In 20 years, you'll have $4 million. That's just from picking the right items, okay? And in 30 years, you'll have $12 million. So this is not an area we can overlook. I told you money will work harder for you than you can ever work for it. So the harvest is here. The time is now. It is your season to collide into your next opportunity. Let's do this. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about.
2: Lynn Richardson is making millionaires. One family, one day, one dollar, one dime at a time. You're listening to the Millionaires Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580. Lynn Richardson wants to help you build multiple streams of income and create more passive income for yourself. You're listening to the Millionaires Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. Okay, so we're talking about the stair steps to wealth. What is the action of the day, and what is the word of the day? The action of the day, the hour, the word of the day, the hour. The action of the day uh, is this. go put together a financial vision of perfection for yourself. What does your bank account look like? What does your savings account look like? What do your businesses look like? How much revenue do you want to earn? Um, What does your retirement look like? When you get ready to retire, how much money do you want to have? Write it in a journal. Thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through your fingertips. If you are a member of New Wealth University, you can start to write this out in your master business and budgeting journal. Or you can enroll in the class um, Financial Vision of Perfection so we can walk through this process together. So the action of the day is to write the vision and make it plain so the reader can run with it. That's in the Bible, Habakkuk 2 and 2. You want to write the vision, you want to make it plain so the reader can run with it. And the reader is you. You want to see your vision so you can continue to work towards it. The word of the day Is Romans 12 and 2. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so you may know what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. What is the thing that you need to renew? Do you need to renew your commitment to your savings? Do you need to renew your commitment to your next level? Do you need to renew your commitment to um, your uh, financial future? Do you need to renew your commitment to what you have promised uh, your loved ones, do you need to renew that commitment? What does that look like for you? What what does that mean for you? How uh, does this manifest for you? You have to renew uh, your commitment to your finances just like you would renew a subscription to a magazine. You have to decide, do I still wanna get this information or do I want to move on to another resource? So it's gonna be really important uh, for you to renew And it's also gonna be important for you to write. So we've talked about uh, the four steps on the checklist. I'll have to continue uh, in the next episode. So uh, if you are listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable, make sure you are telling everybody that you know to listen uh, at noon. You wanna listen at noon, and if you do not uh, get to hear me when I broadcast live, then you can go uh, to asklynn.org, and then you can listen there and you can also go to lynnrichardson.tv uh, to catch all episodes as well. Okay, so you can also do that as well. All right, so what I want you to do is I want you to continue moving forward so you can collide into your next level, collide into your dream, collide into your vision. The harvest is here. The time is now. It is your season to win. Get started. Go to www.asklinn.org. That's www.asklin.org. And guess what? I want you to stay tuned to the KBLA Midday Money Chain ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts is up next after news and traffic on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. KBLA
2: 1580 Santa Monica.